This is Dr. Yo. Welcome to Respecting the Future. Your host is Levin Chuck Wilson, better known as Chuck. He has committed his body of work to serving individuals, families, and communities. As a social worker, he's taken the oath to be a change agent. This is the episode in the series of Self-Talk. It's all about self-management and how to move from one position to another, moving the needles and mountains in your life. So, let's talk to Chuck. Maybe you think that the message has changed. Then won't you lend me your ear, your ear. Maybe you think that the news is new And history can live again Then you ought to hear this Oftentimes we focus on relationships between the grown folks, but the millennial generations, they have some serious dynamic issues they have to deal with. So Chuck, this evening, our guest is Taylor. She's a recent graduate from the University of Florida, and she also continued on. She is in grad school right now. So the conversation is about expectations in relationships. Taylor. Wow, we're so glad to have you here with us to hear your questions from your perspective. Okay, hi, Chuck. Um, I'm really excited to talk about this topic today, which is relationships, because, you know, a lot of people want to hear about the different gender perspectives on relationships, as well as the different generations have a different idea of relationships. So I had one of my friends message me. He's a male who is 25 years old. And he posed this question, as being the older generation, what principles do you have as a foundation when beginning a relationship? Thanks, Taylor. And again, we're so happy to have you here. And that's a great question. Number one, no matter what the generation is, no matter what the uh, ethnicity is, no matter what uh, genre we're talking about, honesty, number one, conversation, number two. And being able to listen, number three. Those are three things that have has been and will be consistent. Being honest, being integral, having those courageous conversations, and listening. Listening meaning evaluating what's being said, not just hearing it from your perspective, your perspective, but hearing it from the other person's perspective as, as well. But those are some of the foundation. Uh, and core values that I was raised with, my mother was raised with, and so on and so forth. But those are things that are consistent. Uh, whether you live in North Carolina, whether you live in Florida, whether you live in Hawaii, uh, whether you were born in 1956, 76, 86, or 96, or 2006, those are core values that we need to bring to the table in any relationship. Okay. Um, I also want to ask you, how do you, with the new generation, they may have a little bit of difficulties, I will say, with the listening and, you know, putting themselves in other people's shoes or the other partner's shoes. What tools that would would you have for them? Or and suggestions? Suggestions. Well, uh, of course. Absolutely. So, no matter, again, no matter how old you are, there's con- there's consequences right. to listening or not listening, no matter how old you are. You follow right. me? When you mm-hmm. were born, Taylor, what year were you born in? 94. 94. Wow. We got we, we have a young <laughs> one on our hands crowd. In 94, your mother and your father were teaching you things like, don't touch that. That's hot. Right. 
don't do this, you'll fall. If you do this, you can be, you'll be rewarded. You know, they were teaching you things as you were. Those are the same things that have gone on for generation after generation after generation. So basically, when you talk about listening, it's also about evaluation. So if, listen does not mean just uh, hearing words, but listening also are, are the nonverbals. Right. You know, things that are not being said. So listening is about communication. You know, uh, a few weeks ago on one of the podcasts, um, Dr. Yo was talking about she didn't believe in texting. And, you know, and I said to her, listen, if if texting is the way that you communicate, Mm-hmm. That's fine. Whether you're sending smoke signals, whether you're using any other form of of communication, that's fine. If you can communicate with your partner right. a certain way, do that. The problem comes in when you don't respect the other person's form of communication. Right. Okay. When you don't respect the person's form of communication, then you're not doing the other people listening thing. That's you just right. coming. You just True. coming from your perspective, and when you only come from your perspective, you act from your perspective. You do from your perspective. You give from your perspective. You take from your perspective. So when you have other people thinking, then when you start to give, receive, learn, listen, anything that you do, you're incorporating that other person's emotions, their thought processes, their feelings, so on and so forth. So can you give us an example of, say, the woman um, preferred to text more and the guy wanted to hear calls? How would you handle that situation? Well, first I had that conversation. You know, I think the, I think the woman should say, not, not just the woman, but if I can speak on her behalf right now, okay. say to her mate or her friend or her boo or whatever she calls him, hey, listen, I communicate better texting, right? And he may say, you know what? I communicate better with face-to-face. And I think there should be some type of plan. When you're in a relationship, you have to plan to be in the relationship. So if one person texts and the other person likes face-to-face, then come up with a plan. Say, hey, listen, hey, when 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 I've gotten to that point of texting that I don't, I don't want to text anymore, just state that. Say, you know what? Hey, baby, I'm at that point. You know, can we do a little face-to-face on that? But watch how you say it. Right. You know, say it, say it, say it in a way that she responds to it. So, it, you know, if, if it's me and, and, and somebody is texting me, I'm going to say, hey, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm at my threshold with that texting. Let's let's go out to dinner. Let's talk about that. OK. Right. And the same thing. She may she may want to text me because she may be able to say something and she may be a better writer. Mm hmm. You know, that she is a verbal communicator. Right. And that's okay. I think when you're in a relationship, you have to accept, adjust, um, and, and and evaluate all aspects of communication. Okay. Thank you, Chuck, from th- for that perspective. Um, I also have another question for you. And it's how do you feel about the double standards, the 50-50 rule? The 50-50 rule. Well, you know... I don't believe in the fifty-fifty rule. Really, I don't believe in it because in in a in a relationship, um, sometimes you may have some days you may have to be give a hundred percent. Some days you may give ten percent. Some days you may get eighty percent. I don't think you should. I don't think the relationship should be contingent on percentages. Right. I think the relationship should be contingent. On relationship, what? How do you define the relationship? Don't define it by percentages. Well, example, uh, 
uh, I'm going to do 50% of the dishes. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wash the car two and a half times a week. I took out, I take out the trash on Monday. You take it out on Tuesday. Right. I think I think having conversations and coming up with a plan on how we coexist is better. Now instead of looking at percentages, but look at plans versus percentages. Right. So that's what I'm saying. You just come. You say percentages. It kind of takes the. It kind of takes the humanity out mm-hmm. of it. It kind of takes the emotions out of it. And again, you know, women are creatures of emotions and men are creatures of sensation. Right. And sometimes when you use numbers, they don't communicate the same way, in my opinion. Right. Okay. So, I, you know, my perspective, Taylor, is uh, deal with plans versus percentages. Plans versus p- percentages. I like that. Um, so say if you have a guy that always is taking you out to dinner and the woman doesn't pay or when, um, I guess, holidays come around, she gives like a little gift. It may not be as big as the gift that you gave her, but um, she's trying to give something. Do you think that um, the guy should always say, you know, hey, I've, you know, I've done this for you or just keep tabs on what he's doing? Well, again, in, in, you know, in a situation like that, if if you don't want anybody to buy you, right? You know, it's not mm-hmm. about it's not about the value of the gift. It's mm-hmm. it's about where the gift is coming from, right? Right. So if a person is saying, "Okay, Taylor, I bought this for you, and I did that for you, and 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 I, I took you there, and I took you this place, and we did this, and we did this on my dime, right? Just to throw it up in your face, I think you should really think about whether that's a relationship you want to be in. You know, right. is, is that your future? Is that it, why would you invest time uh, in 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 a relationship with a person who you know is showing mm-hmm. their hand day one, day two, first month, first year? That may not change year five, year ten. So you know, you think my mama said, if you're a young mm-hmm. fool, you'll be an old one. That's true. That's true. I appreciate that. Um, we have one more question. Um, this is from the same guy and he says, do you believe it's important to know your partner's past? And that's a huge one in our generation and knowing how many sex partners you've had or who you've been with. Have you been with guys or girls? Is that important to know going into your new relationship? Well, I think it's important to know why a person wants to know. Okay. Uh, whether or not you share your history with everyone uh, you know, that's a very, very sensitive topic. Mm-hmm. My personal opinion, Taylor, is that if you uh, have a past that you've moved from, you've grown from, uh, you've developed from, you don't have to air your own dirty laundry with anyone. Right. You know, that's the conversation that you have with your higher power. If you've done some things that you're not, and we all have done things that we're not proud of, right? But that doesn't mean that you have to uh, share everything that you've done. Now, it, you know, again, in, in the situation or in the relationship, it depends on how a person evaluates things. Now, if a person is using it, why are they why would they want all your background? Why? That's true. Uh, are they going to use it against you at some point? Mm-hmm. If it's okay, if it's that same guy that's taking you out uh, and, and whining and dining you and buying you nice gifts, and then when he gets mad at you, he reminds you of all the things that he did. Well, odds are that same person, if you tell that same person that you had 
this relationship with this person and you did this with that person or you 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 know you you tried a few things you experienced a few things well that same person may bring that up again so i think you have to be really careful with that uh uh forgive your past if it's something that you need to be forgiven for you forgive yourself don't wait for anybody else to uh do that and don't give your don't put your life in someone else's hand to make you a victim that's true. So what if they bring it back to you one day and said, oh, you know, you didn't tell me that. Or I, I asked you about that and you didn't say anything about that. Because sometimes as you get comfortable with the person, those things just might come up. Well, well you know, conversation is conversation. Communication is com- communication. But again, when the relationship, if it's a meaningful relationship mm-hmm. uh, and, it, and it's founded, the, the, the baseline is love and care and altruism, warmth and empathy. When those things are the baseline, that's the foundation of your relationship, you can have those courageous conversations. You can have those conversations that you may not be able to have with anyone else. But make sure in the dating process that you learn that person's style of communication, that you learn why they use information. When would they use information? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again, it's like um, if 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 your if your mate or your friend, your boo, whatever you call that person, mm-hmm. is constantly trying to figure out what your past is. Well, have they shared their past with you? How do you know that they're telling you the absolute truth? What is, what's the correlation between yesteryear and today? What what's the what's the what's the correlation? Why is that important? You know, if if you slept with so-and-so and so-and-so, what does that mean today? You know, so I think those are the type, types of conversation. Find out why before you start answering questions. Find out why. It's like you go to the bank or if you go to a store uh, and they say, can we take a survey? Will you do our, you do our survey? What's the first thing you want to know? Why? Okay. Where's the survey going? What are you going to do with the information? Mm-hmm. It's okay if a person cares about you or if they are insinuating that they care about you. They're trying to get with you or whatever. Find out why. What's their agenda? Do your own assessment. All right. Well, thank you, Chuck. But since we are getting into the good stuff, I want to ask you about this word that's going around. Well, you probably already know of it, but it's the difference between a side chick and a main chick. Side chick and a main chick. Wow, wow, listeners. Well, that is definitely not a new term. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely not a new term. I'm, I, you know, some things uh, that we used uh, years ago seems to be back around. Uh, side chick. So uh, what's your question? Well, yeah. I'm, familiar, I'm familiar with the term, so what's your question about it? The question is why do people, and I don't want to say just men, why do men and women either have side Side people, well, <laughs> it, it, multiple reasons. Um, some some people may be in a relationship where they actually that is allowed. You know, they are allowed to have uh, other partners. Uh, some call them swingers, or, and some mm-hmm. people have open relationships. Um, uh, some people are greedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are users and takers. Right. Right. Some people. Some people want to take all they can get. From everybody, right? Uh, some people, you know, they just want to use everything that they can use. So I, I think that you know that side chick, side boy, side girl thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, find out what that means, what it means to you. If it's not, is that's if that's something you don't want in your future, don't deal with it. Get right. your ex out, cut it off. Right. 
So why is it that you have to have a main then if you want someone else? Is it there's a feeling of this person does this for me and this person does this for me? But it seems like the main holds like a higher seat. Well, it it could be, you know, because we're talking about culture too. So in some cultures, that's allowed. Uh, so you have to look at the culture. You have to look at subculture. But again, it boils down to what you want. What do you want in your future? If you want to be the only person in a relationship with that person, mm-hmm. then that's what you seek for. If you don't, if you're not interested in being the side chick or the main chick, you know, because if if you imply side chick and there's a main chick, you don't want to be involved with that. If that's your, if that's not your party, don't go to the party. Don't even put your right. boots on to show up. Mm-hmm. You know, let them know up front. Hey, I'm not interested in that. That's not my game. Well, thank you, Chuck, for your perspective. I'm sure all the millennials out there are appreciative of your perspective. And um, thank you for having me. Thank you, Taylor. Again, uh, make sure that uh, as a young person that you, first of all, be honest in a relationship, that you communicate in the relationship, and that you listen in the relationship. We encourage our listeners to subscribe and follow us on Podomatic, iTunes, and Player FM. Look for Respecting the Future with Levin Chuck Wilson. You can also email us. Tell us about the episodes that you love. Give us some ideas. We would love to hear from you. So email us at levin2atme.com. Glad you joined in on our conversation, and I hope that this episode will help you to make the choice decisions that respects your future. Remember to tune in to our next conversation with Chuck. We want to say thank you to our engineer, Sam Walton. Until then, it's all about moving the needles and mountains in your life. Maybe you think that the message has changed. Then won't you lend me your your ear? Maybe you think that the news is new and history can live again. Then you ought to hear this.